1: Everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues Booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we have the fight. We're looking for a fighter. All you need to do is text in the word fight to 65780. Maybe Matthew will pick you at random, and you can fight me today here on 101 ESPN. Let's go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, where Hall of Famer Bernie Federco is standing by, of course, on the pregame, between periods, and postgame for Valley Sports. Bernie, good morning. How are you doing? Good
0: morning, Randy. I'm doing
1: fine. Are you concerned about a four-game losing streak at this time of year?
0: No. No, no, not not at all. I mean, this is a team that uh, I think is a little fatigued right now. We always talk about this time of the year, Randy. This is the the difficult time between. Usually, it's well the, the schedule started a little later uh, this year than than normally, but uh, this is the time of the year you know through. It's usually February, early March, where you kind of have a hard time getting uh, motivated to play the game. You're tired. You a lot of travel, and uh, you know you can't see really the end of the season yet. Uh, uh, but once a trade di- deadline comes, which is only what less than two weeks away now, I think that everything starts. You start seeing the the light at the end of the tunnel. You start getting prepared for the playoffs, and then I think it's easier to just to you know get yourself motivated to play. So I, I think that you know it's not just the Blues going through this. There's a lot of teams at this time of the year to go through this.
1: Bernie, I checked last night just to make sure that I was correct, and I was. It was March 9th through 17th of 2019, after the Blues had been so hot and had the 11-game winning streak, they lost four out of five, including losses to Arizona, Ottawa, and Buffalo. That was the Stanley Cup champs that lost four out of five that year. So I'm with you. The Blues know what their game is. They just have to get back to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that last night, I mean, New Jersey. If you look at those two games, I mean, the Blues were chasing the game. I mean, the, the Blues can skate with anybody. There's no question about it that their uh, style of play they can, they can skate. They can, you know, they're certainly good in the you know in the forecheck. They, they get that heavy game going in the offensive zone and cycle the puck uh, down down low and and really grind and, and wear teams down. And and I think we saw the, a lot of chasing in the last couple of games. And I think that really is just. The, the fact that the schedule has been tough. I mean, playing eight of the last nine on the road, really basically gone for, 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 the, for the most part of the last three weeks. So I think it's been tough on them mentally, and, and I think it showed in their, in their game the last couple of games. But um, there's no question we've talked about this team. They've got plenty of depth. They've got four lines that can score. Uh, you know, they're very capable goaltending. Their defense has been solid. So so I, I'm not concerned in the least bit.
2: You're right, Bernie. It has been a tough stretch from a scheduling standpoint, but the competition is about to really pick up when you have the Rangers coming into town. We saw that battle that the Blues had with them about a week ago. Then you have Nashville, Winnipeg. There's some tough opponents coming up for the Blues. So with the fatigue that you're talking about, the dog days of hockey, hopefully they can mentally find that, that next gear and turn it on because the opposition, uh, the competition that's coming isn't really going to let them sit back
0: yeah i think that really kind of helps to know michelle too you know if you're playing against the arizonas and new jerseys and ottawas like the blues did last night i think you take for granted that uh, all you have to do is you know throw your sticks on the ice and you're probably going to win the game so uh, when you're playing against the, the tougher competition i think you know that if you don't play and show up you're going to get embarrassed so uh, the fact of the matter is yes i mean uh, really the next six games that i see are all going to be tough games and I think that they really ri- rise to the occasion when they're playing against uh, the tougher teams, and uh, I think there's, that that's no different when a lot of the teams in the league is that you know you you play up to the competition. A lot of times you play down to the competition, and and I think that the fact that these teams are are much better teams, I think that'll get the Blues, you know, a lot more prepared and real mentally, especially uh, to know that they're going to have tough games, and I think they'll be much more prepared.
1: Bernie, when you were playing. Obviously, you had that rivalry with the Blackhawks, so you were up for every one of those games. But is every division
0: game a game that you kind of have a different edge? Yeah, you do, Randy. I mean, uh, you know, they're all four point games. I mean, we keep talking about four games, you know, point games. You're going to be two behind, or are you going to be, you know, you could be four behind, or you could be even with them. I mean, and if you're trailing at that time, so um, you know what with, with that, and, and and you know what, it's kind of changing a little bit now because. I mean, even with the, the schedule now, I mean, you, the divisional games, you only play them four times a year, which I, I think is kind of crazy. I think it should be more. If you're going to be in a division, at least make it more than even Colorado and Minnesota, you're only playing three times like you are against the, the Western Conference. Right. So, I mean, I, I think that they really need to, to make this schedule a little different so that you you, you, you know with the divisional games, there are more of them, and then, then they'll start meaning more. Uh, but they do mean because, I mean, the top three teams in each division – Are in the playoffs, and then then this wild card from then on. So uh, they are important. But I'd like to see even more, you know, uh, uh, divisional games like I did in our day. I mean, we used to play, you know, our division a lot of times, eight times in a year, and you really, that's where you get that more of a rivalry. And I think the fans enjoy that rivalry even more.
2: Bernie, ESPN.com did a piece where they were talking about each team's MVP during the month of February, and they selected Justin Falk for the Blues and indicated that we're not really making a big enough deal about the great season that Justin Falk has been having. Do you agree with the fact that he's been the MVP of the team lately? And if not, Justin Falk, who has been?
0: I think that he may have been for the entire season so far, to be honest with you, Michelle, I think he's been the most consistent player. I mean, Jordan Cairo has been great you know, offensively, but I think if you, if you look at one player that on a consistent basis that has been there every night, I mean, uh, Justin was really good last night too. I mean, he finishes his checks. He made a couple of real good defensive plays. I mean, he's jumping up with the play. I mean, he's a plus 35 on the season when the top five players in the league right now on the plus minus. So I can't say enough about him. So, I mean, I, I'm glad that, you know, a lot of times you don't get noticed as much because you're not really on on the big offensive side of things. And I think that Justin, the way he has played, has been absolutely outstanding. And I would agree that he has been, you know, certainly, if you want to just call month of February, I think for the most part, he's been the most consistent player for the Blues all season long so far. Hey,
1: Bernie, you came here in 1976, so a lot of fathers right now have sons or grandsons that are playing hockey, and you are the first Hall of Famer that the Blues drafted and got into the Hall of Fame, and I really do think that a lot of the reason that we have great hockey players coming out of St. Louis is because of people like Bernie Federico and Perry Turnbull and Brian Sutter and, and Mike Liute. So when you see a Brady Kachuk come into town, when you see these St. Louis born and bred kids that are in the NHL come into town and play, how much pride do you take in that?
0: well I think just as an alumni uh Randy you know yeah we, I think we've all been responsible for that I mean I I think that when you look at the alumni that we have in town uh we've got like over 50 guys that have stayed in town and this goes back for years I mean starting with you know Barkley and Bobby uh you know Red Berenson I mean these guys stayed in town and, and they were a big part of the community I mean Bruce Affleck is here I mean all these guys and um you know we all have kids and uh when you have kids you start uh, you know helping them with the coaching you you take them to the rink yeah, a lot of times when we are playing we didn't have enough time uh because we were traveling and playing all the time but uh, you know after you retire you stay here you get involved with your kids coaching and then uh you know you help out the other play, you know parents that are that have not had kids or that, that played the game really and and it keeps spreading. So, uh, you know, I think we feel very proud that we've been able to be a part of that, and uh, I think it's been absolutely great. You know, my kids all played hockey in town, and now to see all these young kids uh, uh, now, you know, and they're not just... Uh, making the NHL. I mean, and they're becoming stars. You know, Brady and Matthew are, are great players. I mean, uh, you're seeing what's happened with all these kids that, that are, are getting an opportunity in, in the NHL. And it's not that they're just the, you know, everyday player that's going to be a fourth liner. These kids are... are, are you know our top line players, and yeah, as, as alumni, I think we all feel very proud that uh, you know we were part of the grassroots of, of hockey here in town.
1: And one last thing, you see Brady six, four, two, twelve, you see the way he hits, you see the way he gets back on the back check. you see the, the skill that he has around the net that he goes to the net. Brady could wind up being the best of all of these guys.
0: Well, you know what? They're all good players. I mean, they're all a little different. I mean, I think Brady's got the most size, though. I mean, I mean, he's—I uh, even said it last night. He's a beast out there. I mean, uh, you just can't check him when he wants to get going. I mean, he's very difficult to handle. And uh, I think he's, he's the one thing that 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 you know both Brady and Matthew do is they do the same thing that Big Walt did. You go to the front of the net. I mean, you score goals by going to the front of the net. That's why Walt scored over 500 goals. And uh, both the kids uh, uh, get involved physically. They, they're not afraid to stand in front of the net. You don't always have to drop your gloves and, and do that. And in the game now, you very rarely have to do that. But, uh, you know, you're hard to handle when you're that size. And, and when you're willing you know, to, to pay the price to score goals and go to the front of the net. So, yeah, I, I really liked the way Brady played last night. I mean, he, he not only, you know, scored a big goal, but he, I mean, he had three or four good chances. And as you said, he back-checked, fore checked uh, He was, uh, uh, you know, full of, of life last night, and, and it really showed on the ice.
1: Bernie Federico, always great to have you with us. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. You do, too. See you later. That's the Hall of Famer, Bernie Federico on 101 ESPN.